everyone i have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass and i am all out of bubblegum welcome to episode 128 of here to chew bubblegum we are live this morning on youtube and if you're listening to this version we are recorded on itunes spotify our heart radio google podcast uh amazon uh places and everywhere you can find top quality podcast Amazon places. <laughs> I like that. Well, it's it's uh, you listen to the things. We're there. Well, they actually have Google Podcast plus uh, something else, and uh, so you know, it, uh, that's that, that's how it goes. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Brian. I definitely appreciate that. They are both good. Um, we were originally you, you are you're a, you're a granddaddy again. Yes, I am. But I am pops. I am known Pops. as Pops. Yes. Pops. And uh call me Mr. Goose then labeled here on your I just name. I saw that when I was waiting on you uh backstage and I thought mm, I'll just change that to they call me Mr. Goose. Yes, that <laughs> yes, 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 that is what I said. Yes, yes, that is what I said. Yes. Waiting on me? Uh, shows at nine thirty, sound checks at nine. What time did you fucking log in? <laughs> Nine twenty eight. <laughs> oh, but uh seven pounds, nine ounces. Uh very happy. Uh one of the funniest things is that uh, you know, my oldest grandson, he like asked Santa Claus for a little brother. So he miraculously got one. And uh on the way to the hospital, um they asked him if he was excited to see his little brother, and he's like, uh, yeah, plus I'm also excited because the uh, construction update for Roblox come out today. So he was more excited over that. So, <laughs> Paul's just coming in clutch with all these jokes this morning. See, I know, Flockfather, I know. So It's early in Avocado Land for Paul Standard Time. Uh, thank you, know. you very much. Uh, Goose, you and your grandsons uh, are clones. Uh, <laughs> Uh, now, uh, Bryson, the oldest one, he's he's something else. He's, I mean, he definitely has my sense of humor, and he is so smart. He did not get that from me or his mother, so which is my daughter. So he did not get that from her. So, <laughs> uh, really quick, some programming notes. We were originally supposed to have a uh, guest on today, and I guess I flubbed that word. We were supposed to have. That's the hillbilly accent before. Uh, on the show today, it was last moment scheduling on my end because I had everything going on on Friday, and I didn't get to confirm until last night, and at first it was a go, and then something else came up, so that guest, 
who we're going to keep secret right now, but we will put a video out maybe later on in the week. Um, we'll be on, I guess, episode what 130 on April 30th. So, right, Rebecca? Uh, one twenty-eight. The twenty-third would be one twenty-nine. Yeah, April thirtieth would be okay. one. Would be one thirty. Yes. Hey, so there you go. Um, and next week I will not be here, so we will either have guest hosts for the entire show, or we will have a guest host that will take my place that will be hosting with Queen of the Flock. So yeah, we have to purchase the details of that. Every, outside. however, that works out, we are going to have a really good show next week. Um. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, he, and he's talking about Bryson because the shirt with the uh, Here Chew Bubblegum logo with the man blowing bubblegum, I had wore that in front of him like twice. And the last time this past week, he's like, I have to have one of those. You said you would order me one of those. Why haven't you got me one of those yet? So I reached out to Joe and contacted him. And I'm like, hey, can you order, you know, give him the size? And he's like, sure. So I ordered it. I told Bryson I ordered it, and he's like, where's it at? You can track it. I'm like, well, I don't know. I just ordered it like 10 minutes ago. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you will have it next time you come back. I promise. So They, uh, they, get, they get so, because they know. They know things. They're like, well, wait a second, though. This can, this can happen right now. But I, ha I have uh, kids merch, too, and it says fastest flock on the back. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. I think we need to start. I think we all need to start like dressing our kids and all of our merch. I mean, you know, people, I mean, I have a few people tell me that I still dress like I do when I was a teenager, which that's fine. I really don't care, but it's comfortable. I mean, you know, t-shirts and jeans and all that stuff is comfortable. I, I like wearing it. Like today I have a blue shirt on that uh, it says uh, Smith Creek Moonshine. And I have a black pair of uh, gym shorts on. And You're doing fit checks? Is that what we're doing? I like that the hat matches the. You look well, like a rapper. If you notice, I have always kind of matched my hat to my shirt. So I don't know if you noticed that or not. If not, that's an Easter no. egg. No, I do. I do. Notice. Okay. So, and I just flipped it around backwards because I actually bought this shirt or this hat um, about 15 minutes before I logged in backstage this morning. Because I had another one that was a little bit darker blue, and I didn't like it. And I'm like, I don't really like that. So, that's <laughs> right. Yo, um, bow wow, you know, yo, yo. <laughs> so, oh, uh, Rebecca, tell us about last week's episode of the Flock Podcast and what's coming up this Tuesday on the Flock Podcast. So, last Tuesday was um, a different different vibe to the normal flock podcast. It was a pre-record um, and it was Adonica's story. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that don't know about Adonica's story, I highly recommend a watching that live and B getting a whole box of tissues before you do. Um, filicide is something that isn't talked about and not a lot of people know, but what it is is when one of the parents takes the lives of the children and their own. Um, so she went through her story and her experience with that, which happened shortly after COVID started. Right. Um, there was a lot that went on there. And then we went into all of the signs that her boys send her that they're still here and it's powerful. It's a very powerful life to watch. And I'm glad that we did it in the way that we did it because we didn't want to have the comments. We didn't, she didn't want to do it live. And I respected that hundred percent. So we did the 
the pre-record. Um, and then that dropped Tuesday, this last Tuesday at eight. And then next week, this week, this week, two, in two days, Tuesday, um, we have Jeannie coming back on to do a part two to the uh, narcissist podcast that we did a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know, I've not got a chance to check out last Tuesdays yet because I was, you know, under the weather and I didn't, didn't really do a lot. I mean, you were uh, only one of like three people that I actually returned messages and texts to and so forth. And uh, I did upload some uh, videos on YouTube and TikTok, but those were like pre recorded, you know. I love recording a bunch of stuff for TikTok and YouTube because then I save some of it and then I just like, boom, you know, I'll, I'll upload it whenever. Uh, so, uh, it, it was, I'm glad today's Monday for me and you know, this week is just getting started. So hopefully I'll get to work out back on, back on my routine this, this, this week, you know, got to send out those granddad vibes. So everybody's been throwing wrenches in your plans. Hey, well, yeah, yeah. And I love my family. I love my family. I would do anything for my family or close friends. Um, and some of them probably listening to the show right now, but I'm just going to be honest, you know, I love you guys with everything in me. And this goes out to my close friends as well. If you need me for anything, unless something happens, please let me know 24 hours in advance so I can kind of rotate my schedule. Don't just drop it on me like an hour before you expect me to help you with something or you know, do something. We need you in California in four hours. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of what it's been like, you know. I mean, and I'm, I don't know. I Years ago, I used to just be like fly by the seat of my pants, you know, which, and I still am to a point, but I guess where I've got into a, as I've got older, I've got into a routine. I have a schedule. I like to stick to my schedule, you know, because, hey, what are you doing? Eight, what are you doing at eight uh, thirty Tuesday morning when I'm going to the chiropractor? They're going to do this, 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 and this. It'll probably take about an hour. So you know, dropping bomb. <laughs> well, no. From the man who's in okay. dropping bomb. That's so true. You're like, hey, there's this thing, and then you like lay all this heavy information. And you're like, okay, gotta go. <laughs> Well, you know, I just do that for fun most of the time. Plus, I know it aggravates you and uh, ship mess. So, uh, but, you know, I mean. You know, I love that you're able to keep my anxiety at such a level that I can just. Thank you. I I have a plethora of things to pick from to spiral on. Thank you You very much. Have those on the shelf. Oh, yeah. I had, uh, you know, uh, during the break, though, last week or week before last, I did get to record. Uh, some with my grandfather because I know people have been asking to hear him. Um, this will be coming later in, in the uh, and and other shows, but here is a sneak peek right now. If you guys want to hear it really quick, let me. And I have no idea what I'm going to be playing. Uh, I'm just skipping through the audio file. Uh, let's see, 10:52 sounds like a good place to start. So we just hit play. So it, it is untailing what will be he'll he'll be saying. Um, what do you think about all the technology that that has developed over the years? <laughs> well, I tell you what, it, it's it, it is something to think about. What 
that's that's about all I can say about it. It, it just have uh, something to say. Have uh, you ever been on the on the internet or has I know I've showed you some stuff I think uh that's on some of my social media pages before, like pictures and videos. Um have you ever been on or, or seen anybody else on the internet? Offhanded, I couldn't say. Okay. And uh, you know, that's just a sneak peek. I am gonna have to boost boost his parts up just a little bit because he is a soft talker. Uh, but he'll be 89, 89 years old uh, in less than a month. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Am I, am I still blowing your eardrums out right now? Just turn your volume down. I was trying to touch the uh, volume on my uh, keyboard back here. So, it's, I mean, it's honestly, honestly untelling what I hit. And I did it, and then I kind of realized I was touching stuff back here. And I looked at Rebecca like she was going to yell at me and, and stop me because, you know, I've touched stuff back here before and accidentally dropped out of the, dropped out of the live. Yeah, start, so listen, stop touching stuff because it started to fuck up. So I have, I've stopped touching stuff. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can okay. hear you. It's your video that's lagging. So stop touching shit. Is it Don't really, it. is it really lagging today? It's not now. Stop touching okay. it. All right. Good. Okay. Good. We're going to move on. Just move slow. We're going to move on to some listener email. So, uh, Am I starting? Yes, I will let you start. All righty. This one is from Dixon09. Hey, Goose and Rebecca. I've always held the show in high regard. I've been a fan since the first show. I never thought I could like it more. Yet you two prove me wrong each and every week. Please keep it up. My question is this. On a recent episode, you talked about AI and living forever. Do you think this would really be possible in near future? Why or why not? Also, if you could stay the way you are right now, would you? Thanks for taking time to read my email and please never stop doing the show. Okay, so there's like three questions. There. Yeah, so thank you very much. So do, so do you think this is really possible in the near future? Do I wanna, do. do first? I do. I do think it's possible in the near future. Um, because... Seven, six, seven years ago, I read in a medical magazine that's like, you know, doctors get and, you know, people in the medical field. And it was predicting back then that I think it was by 2050. And it actually said anyone that is under a certain age right now, uh, you, you will have the capability to live forever in your lifetime. So, and that was years ago before all the AI stuff and the 3D body parts and, the nanobots and all that stuff came out. So, but I do think that it will be possible. I, I agree with you, but I, I think that it already is. Like, I think well, it's a, like I go to like Westworld and uh -huh. I think, I, I, I think it's already happening. Do you think that there is any, do you think that there is anyone in the public eye? that has actually done like it or yeah well not not necessarily a robot but they're not they're not exactly a 100% human what they started out with oh goose that's that's a question that's gonna open up a whole fucking can of worms here you really want to go down that rabbit hole today yes i do 
I think that there are several public figures, elites, world leaders that are politicians, uh, celebrities, singers, rappers, Mm -hmm. movie stars. I think that there are a large majority of them that are either at Gitmo or already dead. And what you're watching is AI, right? Like you're watching some Westworld shit Mm -hmm. where they're just robots or you're watching a mix or it's somebody playing them with a mask. Like they, like you got to think about like CGI and graphic design and the makeup and all of the things that they're able to do. Like think of all of the movies that you watch. You're like, damn, wow. How'd they make that fucking possible? Like flying through the air and avatar and shit, right? Like you're watching it in real time. Like I strongly believe that (laughs) the president is somebody else. I think that is a combination of uh, Obama and uh, James Woods playing. The, yeah. So, so you actually think it's James Woods playing Biden? uh, Sometimes it's two, it's, it's him and Obama. Okay. Uh, uh, Justin, so Disney already admitted that all their actors are clones. Uh-huh. Did they did they, did they really do that? Because I had not saw that article. Or, or I mean, the whole clone thing. Like, I mean, that's I, the AI clones. Oh, like, okay, got you, got you. Like the. I, I mean, I kind of think that they're the same thing in my mind. Got you. Like, I, there's there it branches off. But if we're gonna like just talk about like an umbrella, yeah, like clones and AI fall into the same category for me. Got you. I mean, fuck. I don't did a whole fucking song on it. I believe that M is a clone. He hasn't been the same since fucking recovery. There, there's other people that said that. Um, I've heard the James Woods Biden. There is a few videos of of uh, Biden where it does look like he has a mask on. Uh, yeah, and years. There was one that I actually saw online. I think it might have been on Facebook. Uh, let's see what you would you want to go ahead and read that to us? Oh my God. I found the scientist this morning that took people's DNA from the building. They licked and cloned them. This is crazy. We were talking about it and it was like months ago. I seen it and spoke on it. Yeah. I mean, they can, <laughs> they, they can do so much. And I feel like, have you, have you ever been scrolling TikTok at like two 30 in the morning? It's a yes. place. And have you ever stumbled upon the live where it's like this German girl and behind her is just a room of fucking like Westworld robots. Oh yeah. Ready to yeah. Go. Yeah. I think that they dumb it down and they make it look very robotic and fake to throw us off. I think that those are like like those are put in there because it's that older technology that they're like, "Oh, look what we're just discovering." Meanwhile, they're on level 72 over here already and it's already been implemented and this is just a way that they're trying to like introduce it to us so that it becomes the new normal and we don't fucking question what they're doing. Um Did I answer the question? Yes, yes, you answered that one. And uh, (coughs) what I was going to say, the the there was a meme, and it had two different pictures of Biden, and it had one, and he was signing some papers with his right hand, and he had another picture, like just a few days later, and he was signing documents with his left hand. So I think that there could be several people playing Biden. I wish they would do a better job and not seem as idiotic because I honestly think that the idiotic one is is the real button. What do you think on that? 
I don't know because if you if you go back to previous interviews mm-hmm. and things from years ago, like it doesn't matter of the age. There's right. certain dialect. There's certain tones. Like that's not the same person speaking. So either they like heavily induce some like drug dementia. You know right. what I mean? Like they they have aged him severely. Right. So I don't know if they're slipping him something like they do, you know, all the other times. I just ugh, I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's I don't uh, no. I don't I don't think that. Now, um, I do think that this technology has been around for a long time. I think it's been around since the 70s. Uh, several years ago when Cronkite was on the show, we uh, did a show and talked about uh, Nikola Tesla and uh, Elon Musk. And some people claim that, you know, the DNA from Nikola Tesla was used to create Elon Musk. And that, yes. yes. And that basically Elon Musk has a lot of similar characteristics physically, mentally, uh, habits as far as eating dinner early, what they prefer to eat. Now, when Cronkite first brought this to me, I kind of giggled and laughed because he did it at the end of one of the shows. So the next week, I had done some research. I 100% believe that is accurate, that is possible, because even if you research where uh, Elon was born at, within an 80-mile radius are three of the top five like DNA places, like hospitals, clinics, labs, you know, three of the top five in the entire world are within an 80-mile radius of where he's born at. So mm-hmm. I do think that they've been doing it for a while. Um, There's see. just way too many things that line up for him not to be Nikola Tesla's biological son. Oh, yeah. Or or a or a, you know, like a DNA mixture... Uh, yeah, recreated and clone, and like so. and the artificial insemination, like yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I will die on that hill with you, Paul. I'm right there with you. I have a, a soft spot for Britney Spears as well. So, um, I saw the Ooh. Ireland video, the uh, Joe Biden. Oh, did you see that? Oh, oh, let me send you that really quick because. You will, you will, I'm going to send you this in Telegram. You will have to play this because. Okay. Is it a YouTube or is it a TikTok? It, it, it is a TikTok. Are you sending me the raw footage or are you sending me the actual TikTok? I'm sending you the actual TikTok just as soon as I okay. get it pulled up here. Let me uh, okay. turn mine down. Let's see. Okay, here it comes. So give me one second. But uh, while I'm doing this, um, if you could, Rebecca, would you stay the way you are right now? If you could choose to stay this age, this like I'm, I'm going on to the next part of of his question. Why I'm uh, sending this to you? I literally froze on screen. Like, okay, why am I not moving? <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. Um, <laughs> if I could stay, I'm turning red now. Oh my god. I uh what was the other question here why if i could also if you could stay the way you are right now would you Mm. you know what yes i would i feel good about myself right now right and for the first time in a long time like i feel comfortable in my meat suit 
like I'm I feel like I'm I'm truly stepping into who I am and there's been a fuck ton of shadow work that I've been doing um and like I I feel like you can see it too like I go back to like older videos and older photos of myself like I don't recognize that person anymore so I think yes yes being asked that question right now yeah sure I'll stay 32 forever it's a vibe um if you would have asked me that question five years ago fuck no um well I would actually like to go back about five years where I felt just a little bit physically better and uh (laughs) Maybe six, but, you know, if I couldn't, if I had to stay like this, yes, absolutely, 100%, I would stay like this. So uh, that video of Biden walking in, they, they just mentioned, I sent that to the Here to Chew Bubblegum Telegram uh, programming group. I have lower back problems as well, so and they're they're not fun. All right, share screen. Oh, I'm echoing. Okay, ready? Yes. Share audio tab. Okay. Let me know if you can hear this. Yeah, I can hear it. And that's it. What did you think about that? I thought it was weird. Why is it weird? Well, to me, it appears like he's at a WWE wrestling match and he's going to take on somebody for the title, you know. Uh, Why is it weird? Like, why are we... Are you trying to be like Trump because... No, 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 no. You know, I don't... I mean, honestly... Uh, the politics, I don't care who you vote for, you know, I'm still going to be your friend. I'm not going to get mad. So, uh, you know, like I said, I just really don't care. You know, if, if you vote for whoever, that's fine because that's your choice and we have a right to choose. Um, like, uh, Hicktown says, I think that that is some, uh, political theater, you know, just, uh, you know, that, uh, that was actually in Ireland, uh, when he was visiting Ireland. Um, what are we doing in Ireland? Like, why are we even there? Well, I don't know, but I wish he would stay over there and be their president. So, <laughs> I just, you know. Was it that song that was playing there, or was it just the overlay of the TikTok video? Oh, no, that song was playing there. That song was playing live? That is yes. Just, I, yes. I, Okay, next. Shut the doors in his face, too, over there. Oh, um, I have no idea why he's in Ireland. That was just, you know, he was scheduled to, he was scheduled to go there. So I'm just going to 
up because I'm going to start saying shit that is going to get me in trouble. Well, so let's just keep I'm, on going then. Let's just let's no, let's uh, no. hear what you have on your mind there. Come on. We don't hold back on this. Uh, I just I hate fucking politics. I really do. I think the whole thing is a goddamn sham. You're, uh, it's just, it's all theater. And that proves it. Like, why are you walking out? First of all, they gave me like major Obama vibes. Mm -hmm. Did it not? Like, I feel like that's just some, anyway, but like, you're, you are the president of the United States. What in the actual fuck are you doing in any of these other countries? Like this just is, it irks me in such a way because I don't know, like, let's, hmm, this is, there you go. You can see that, uh, ship mess posted. He planned to meet Ireland's leaders. Uh, address, address Parliament in Dublin, attend a gala dinner on Thursday and visit the, uh, what, County Mayo? Okay. Uh, oh, no, why are you partying when your backyard is dirty? You know what well, I'm saying? I mean, like, I have said this before, and I actually, you know, some people got a little bit butthurt and mad, but, you know, back when all the Ukraine stuff started and it's still going on, why the hell are you giving that much money to uh, to that country when we have people that are homeless, we have vets that are homeless, we have families that are going hungry, we have people that work and are trying to make ends meet, but they're not able to, why don't you help those people first before you help somebody else? Yeah, before so. we're wasting money on fucking Ireland flights. I mean, let's just talk about that. How much did that fucking cost just to get there? Oh, they I, probably don't I, even know, so issues with this booster you get me all fired up fucking 10 a.m but our tax dollars paid for it so uh let's see the next email is from doc it says and i think doc has wrote in before i think it's been a very long time um i don't think anyone has ever asked this but uh what do you think about remote viewers if some weren't a little real why did our government employ some please share your thoughts i've done a little research on that not a whole lot um from what i've read and like i said this is just you know this is just my own thoughts and i've not dove into it a whole lot i think the government employed them as to test to see if it was real uh now i do think that some people actually do have a gift and can see certain things um i think some people just know how to play a game to make you think they see certain things. And I think when you go in search of people to contact dead loved ones or anything, you know, even having your future predicted, you have to be really careful and not let yourself absolutely 110% believe everything that they tell you. I feel like I, I completely agree with you. I think that there are... People that can see and know and have the clairs, right? The clairvoyance, the clairaudience, the clairsentience. And those then break into, you have different levels of those capabilities, right? Like I see shit, I hear stuff, but I'm not going to go claiming that I'm a psychic and can like predict everything because I can't control it, right? Like right. I don't, I don't know. I can't like turn it on and off, right? Yet. And I know that there are people that can do that. And there's people that can 100% tap fully into the energy of the ether, right? And they can, they can tap into these other realms. They can remote view. They can astral project. They can, you know, they have these messages and these downloads of things and they get, they vary on intensity. And then there's the whole grifter side of everything where you have these people that play on that 
and that try and, you know, get money off of claiming that they have these abilities. And they may to some degree, but there's also a, a huge, a huge gap in that. Right. And there's a lot of just playing on, they ask questions and they say things in such a way where you think you're, you just have to be very careful yeah. with what you say and what you ask and the information that you divulge. Like I had, I had a reading done. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I had a reading done on my dog on grace. No, no, I don't think you've ever oh, told I, us that. Okay. Well, you, okay. you told me that personally, but I don't think you've ever talked about it on the show yeah. before. I think I spoke about it once, maybe on a live sometime, but anyway, can I tell that story? Yes, please go ahead. So uh, this was when we were living in North Carolina at my mom's and I only had grace at the time. And grace was like my heart dog. Like that, that dog was everything to me. And, uh, she was four at the time that we did this. And I was just, I don't know, I was fucking around on the internet doing something. And this was years ago. This was five, five years, five, almost six years ago. Right. And, uh, I found an animal medium and I was like, okay, what's this? I was doing some research on it and I found this lady who ended up being mm -hmm. in Kentucky and I was like, all right, either I'm going to lose 50, it was $50 for the reading. And she did it over the phone. And it was like 45 minutes. I was like, either I'm going to eat 50 bucks or my jaw is going to be on the floor. I have chills just like starting the story. And so. Well, that is a sign that it is real and legit. What? That you have chills when you're starting to talk yeah, about the oh, story. Oh, a hundred percent. So we set up the call, the only info, so I like booked the reading and she sent me the thing. And like the only thing that she wanted, what it was a morning reading. The only thing she wanted the night before was my name, the dog's name and a current picture. Like I had to snap a picture like 12 hours before the reading of the dog. That was the only information she had. So she had Grace, a picture of her and, and my name. And so we got on the call and she was like, okay, is Grace with you right now? It's like, yeah, she's right here next to me. And Grace was just sleeping as Grace does. And uh, she was like, all right, I'm going to ask her permission if I can, if I can talk to her. And I'm like, okay. And I see Grace like open her eyes and she just kind of like looks at me and she's like, okay, she's ready. And I'm like, how the fuck? Like it wasn't no. a FaceTime. Like it was, was just a phone call. Was she on speakerphone? Yeah, she was okay. on speakerphone. Okay. And uh, she was like, so at that, so I have to preface this with at that time, I was not on social media. Like I had a Facebook and I was a pretty private person and just didn't really do much on social media. Right. So like the information that she had about this dog, nobody, nobody knew this except the people living in the house or that I spoke to like that, you know, like in my real life, like it wasn't something that she could have found. And if you guys know that I used to make dog food. Okay. And I, been doing that since I've had Grace. I've been doing that for fucking years. No, I've yeah. also used to eat dog food, just so you know. Yeah, I, you could eat my dog food, okay. like beef casserole. Anyway, so she was like, Grace wants to know why you can't find sweet potatoes anymore. She doesn't like the pumpkin. I was like, my jaw hit the floor. How the fuck does she know, A, that I cook for my dog and then the goddamn ingredients and then the fact that in North Carolina, I couldn't find sweet potatoes, so I had to switch to pumpkin. There was no fucking way. And uh, so I was like, well, it's just like a logistical thing. Like, I just can't get the sweet potatoes. And she was like, all right, I'll explain that to Grace. And she was like, Grace also wants you to know that she can count. And she knows how many treats you grab and how many you actually give her. And at that time, Grace just kind of like huffed. And I was like, okay. And I was like, 
how, cause she was a rescue. So I don't really know her, her age. And I was like, can I ask her how old she is? And she was like, she's four. She says she's four and that she feels sick sometimes. And that she, um, animals, especially grace goes by lights and darks. So like, if you're going to go on a trip or like, if we were going to go somewhere, I'd say, okay, we're going to go in three darks and then we're going to leave. Right. Or we're going to go, we're going to be there for three lights and, and two darks. Right. And the other, we were working at uh, a farm at the time and she would come with us with the horses and run around the farm. And uh, the medium asked me, she was like, there's a black cat at, at this farm and she wants to know uh, why the cat won't talk to her. And I'm like, how the fuck does she know that there's, that's the only cat on this farm that we even work at a farm, right? That Grace even comes with us. And then she said, um, I said, speaking of the farm, I said, I, I have an issue. Grace used to go into the horse stalls because they used to just have a bumper. She used to go into the horse stalls while they were eating. And I was always afraid that the horses were going to paw at her or like try and bite her or something. And she said, no, uh, Grace is going to do what she wants. And she asks permission of the horses before she goes into their stall. And she'll only go into certain ones. And I'm thinking back to it. I'm like, oh, my God, she only does go into like, like, there's only like four or five stalls that she'll do that to. And then the next day I watched her. She stands outside the stall. And it's like they have a fucking conversation. And then, and then she, she goes, goes in. into the stall to eat their food. Yeah, that's what she did. But like the things that this lady was telling me, there's no way that she could have known this. So I 100% agree that people can that people can tap in and com- completely communicate with other beings, different realms, other energies, all of it. So that's my if you want to uh, pet psychic, let me know. I got her. I got her name. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I mean, you know, and yeah. it and it. I love that story. Um, you had not went that in depth before when you when you uh, told me about it. I love that. I think that this is one hundred percent real. Um, I can't remember the girl's name. It was one of the girls, I guess, about ten years ago that uh, was rescued in Ohio by the one guy uh, that was talking about he eat ribs and chicken with the guy that kidnapped her and. You know, uh, I cannot remember the guy's name, but his news interview was hilarious. Uh, but let me let me look that up really quick. Uh, and I just played this video the other day because some boy, well, it was actually Darian was asking me about it and asking me what I thought, and then he told me something about it that I did not know. Uh, I think his first name was Charles. Yeah, Charles Ramsey. That is it. Okay. So, do you remember who it was that he saved, Paul? Uh, yeah, dead giveaway. Yeah, that's, that, that is the guy. Do you remember who the girl was that he saved that um, had been reported, you know, missing? And, uh, How long ago was that? This was about 10 years ago. Um, he and Because even in the news clip, he's like, you're so-and-so. I thought you was dead. So... Uh, Charles Ramsey, a neighbor of Ariel Castro mm-hmm. in Ohio, was eating McDonald's on his porch. On Amanda Mason Barnes. Okay. When yeah. he heard the screams of a woman that had three girls in his basement. Have you ever saw his? Uh, as, no. uh, okay. Well, let me let me send this to you on TikTok while I'm talking about it. But uh, what was what was so? Uh, funny about i mean well i mean it's it's great that he saved him because i mean he's a hero without a doubt you know he's he saw something he 
Did he really? He hung himself in jail. Are you talking about the guy that kidnapped him or uh, Charles Ramsey? Uh, shit mess. But uh, the Amanda Barnes that he kidnapped, she was evidently, she had been on, uh, or Sil psychic Sylvia Brown had been on the Montel Williams show or some talk show. And she said that she saw uh, Amanda Barnes dead and was describing where she was at. Now, Amanda Barnes, when she was held hostage in this house, was watching that show live, doing laundry and, and uh, house chores that this guy made her do. And she was watching this, and here's this world-renowned psychic that's saying she's dead, but she wasn't dead. So that's, that's, that's how me and Darren got on the subject. But I just sent you his uh, new story clip uh, from the Here to Chew Bubblegum Telegram if you want to. Oh, it's a YouTube Okay, so those don't pull up. Let me see if I can find one on TikTok it'll, really quick. It'll pull up. It'll just, I'll get flagged. Okay, well, wait just one well, second. maybe not because we're talking about it. I yeah. don't know how the fucking copyright. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pull up TikTok. I, I, I've got TikTok up, so. No, it's fine. We'll just play it. Fuck it. Well, here, no, I actually have a TikTok of it, so. Oh, do you? Yes, I am sending it to you now as we speak. Gotta love modern technology. Uh, there we go. <laughs> that was your soundboard. It was. <laughs> Hold uh, on a second. I gotta get all this set up. Okay, all let's right, see. Paul says, "I uh, yeah, yeah, please go ahead. So, now this is hilarious if you've never saw this before. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, walk me through again what happened this afternoon. You're, you, you heard screaming. I heard screaming. I meet my McDonald's. I uh, come outside. And I see this girl going nuts, trying to get out of her house. So I go on the porch. I go on the porch, and she says, "Help me get out." I've been I'm, I've been in here a long time. So you know, I figured it's a, a domestic violence dispute. So I open the door, and we can't get in that way because how the door is, it's so much that the body can't fit through only your hand. So we could kick the bottom. And she comes out with the little girl, and she says, "Call 911." My name was Amanda Berry. Now, did you know who that was when you when she said that? <laughs> when she told me, it didn't register until I got the call in 911. And I'm like, "I'm calling the 911 for Amanda Berry." I thought this girl was dead. You know what I mean? And and she got on the phone and she said, "Yes, this is me." And the detective, uh, Cook, right here, Detective Gregory Cook says, "Charles, do you know who you rescued?" I said. Now, and when did you see it? About five minutes after the police got here. See, the girl Amanda told the police, I ain't just the only one. It's some more girls up in that house. So they went up there, you know, 30, 40 deep. And when they came out, it was just astonishing because I thought they would come up with nothing. I figured, I mean, whoever she was, and like I say, my neighbor, uh, you, you got you got some big testicles to pull this off, bro. Because we see this dude every day. I mean, every day. Hey, How long have you lived here? I've been here a year. Okay. You still come up, bro? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot and listen to salsa music. You still come up, bro? And you had no indication that there was anything? Hey, bro, not a clue that that girl was in that house. Or anybody else was in there, I guess they will. Because how he is... 
is I, he just comes out to his backyard, plays with the dogs, tinker with his cars and motorcycles, goes back in the house. So he's somebody that you look and you look away because he's not doing nothing but the, the average stuff. You see what I'm saying? There's nothing exciting about him. Well, until the day. <laughs> what, was, what was your reaction on the girls' faces? I can't imagine to see the sunlight, to be around Bro, I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Something is wrong here. Dear <laughs> giveaway. Dear Charles, giveaway. Charles, thank you very much. And that was Charles Ramsey. And uh, I noticed in the, uh, and, you know, uh, Paul, you were wrong. It wasn't Barnes. It was uh, Amanda Berry. And uh, I don't know why that I uh, agree with you. Can we address that really quick? Is it Barnes? It's Amanda Bynes. No, the victim that, that he up escaped was Amanda oh, Berry. The actress is uh, Amanda Bynes from the uh, Amanda Show. So, right. Not yeah. Amanda Barnes. It's Amanda Bynes, isn't it? Amanda Bynes, yes. So, uh, I don't know if I've saw that movie or not, uh, uh, shit mess reading some comments there. Uh, but I mean, you know, that is a classic video. I mean, he actually came to the bunker studios area shortly after that interview, uh, because we had, uh, well, I'm not going to give the whole story away because it would give away my location. But anyway, he actually uh, came to the Bunker Studios area. But that was uh, Charles Ramsey. Um, we're going to go ahead and close out the email segment. And I want to thank everyone for sending an email. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail by calling 606-373-3396. Or you can email. How can they do that? Rebecca. They can email goose at com. Blockingqueen at gmail.com or shipmess at here to chew bubblegum, here to chew bubblegum.com. Those are emails. Yes, and you can email her if you have any questions about media, show ideas you want to discuss, if you want to be on the show, if you want to book us, personal appearances, speaking engagements, shout outs, and more. Reach out to uh, Shipmess. And uh, we're moving on to segment one. Um, the only thing that I had to mention, and briefly, and let me get your opinion on this, if uh, you don't care, uh, Rebecca, let me go first, and then I'll turn it over opinion. to you. What was that? I said you always want my opinion on something. Uh, yeah, of course. You know, that's what it is. Let me put this. Okay, here we go. So, exciting news on the UFO front, possibly, if you are into uh, all the meetings that the uh what is it it was the uap task force and it was changed to the uh, anomaly resolution office also known as the aaro coming up uh i guess wednesday or tuesday tuesday wednesday the 19th at 10 30 a.m there will be a public quote public ufo hearing where the director of the AARO, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, will be the only speaker, and he is going to a attempt to explain or tell or whatever he has planned um, what some um, of the declassified... That's on mine. Sorry about that. Uh, de, uh, or some of the things they weren't able to explain um, and so forth. So, objects in the sky. So, that's this coming Wednesday, April 19th, 10.30. What's your thoughts on that, Rebecca? Do you think that they'll disclose anything, or do you think that they'll just be like, hey, this is, 
you know, so-and-so. I think that they're going to dance around the topic really well. I think that they're going to only dip their toe in the water and touch on the things that are that that can't be disputed. And like, I think that they're going to address some of the things that are viral on, on the Internet. Uh -huh. Right. But I don't think that we're going to get the answers that we see. I don't think that we're going to get the blatant. Hey, we've been lying this entire time to you about everything. But I think the reason that this is that this is starting to happen uh -huh. is because when we talked about this before is the contracts are up. Right. They have to, they have to, they have I, to. I totally agree with you. That, the fact that there's even, what did you call it? A UFO or a, a anomaly recovery? Yeah. What was the name of it? Uh, the all dominion anomaly resolution office. The fact that that even exists should tell you everything you need to know. Definitely. In my Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. The contracts are coming up. They have to disclose this information, but they're going to do it in such a way where it is just towing the line with staying with it. Right. Like it's going to be a clever play on language. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a very clever play on on how they dance around this this topic, because they're they're going to try to appease those that hold the contract. But they're right. also Try and save their own asses. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, and I actually thought about that, you know, that they were distracting us with the, with the, with all the, that, uh, we talked about last time, the restrict act and so forth. Uh, let me ask you a question. I have a, I had a call and then I had to text someone. I have to step away just for a few moments. Do you want to take a break for five minutes or do you want to go ahead and keep going while I step away? I mean, I can, uh, we can go over the question of the week while you step away, or we can take a break, whatever you want to do. Um, let's just take a quick break, five minutes, and we'll be right back, if if, okay. if that works. You're listening to Here Chew Bubblegum, and then didn't you have something you want to talk about, too, before we got to the question of the week? Well, either way, okay. before or after. We are going to do both when we come back. You're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. And this is part two, the conclusion of our talk and interview with Mr. S. Please be advised that Mr. S will be back on Here to Chew Bubblegum sometime very soon. But, you know, like, like I said, people in our area have got all kinds of tricks and tips and they do. That, that people wouldn't think of. And, uh, you know, that, I mean, that goes back generations, our, our mm -hmm. history and stuff, the way that people did stuff. And I think that we're blessed to live in the area that we live in. I think this is one of the safest places we can be. Now, well, mm -hmm. yeah, we do have our share of, you know, mishaps and stuff like yeah. that, but not compared to other places. I don't know. So um, a lot of people laugh at these herbal remedies, but a lot of them really work. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they definitely do, you know. Uh, our area is rich in culture, knowledge, mm -hmm. uh, tradition. Yes. I mean, you name it. I mean, we've got it all. Yeah, there's a lot of tradition here. It's dying. Like uh, a lot of people, uh, like not go squirrel hunting. A lot of people's like, why do you want to eat no squirrel for a month? Well, you get some in the store. How do you know that's a chicken or whatever? They right. package anything, put it in there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well, I don't think that, I missed anything. <laughs> that that is an old Dave Chappelle bit from the uh, 
Chappelle show. Yeah. So I did try the. I have tried the Japanese. It was mm. so. It was all right, but I'm more. I enjoyed the show more or less. Right. That oh, yeah. chef. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be honest. One of my favorite places to eat, and it does not taste. Well, all right. The the sides do not taste as good as they did years ago. Mm-hmm. Is uh, KFC. I haven't ate KFC in a long time. Uh, when I was a boy, I liked it pretty good, uh-huh. but uh, the chicken still tastes the same as it used to when I was younger. Yeah, everything and and, and the biscuits, everything else, that mm-hmm. doesn't taste like it used to. I was wondering if I was the only one thought that because I haven't eaten in a long time. Which uh, a lot of yeah, a lot of our traditions are dying or dying off because a lot of folks. Um, I know it's like tools and stuff. They used to be pretty high quality. Mm-hmm. And you go out and buy one now. Uh, you go cheap. out, yeah, go out and buy an axe and try to cut a tree down with it. Thing bounce off it about so dull and you can't put an edge on. Right. Remember when I was in high school, a lot of people was laughing at me because I paid a hundred bucks for one that been actually heat up and beaten to shape by on a forge. Right. You rake over that a couple times the file and you about uh, it's about you about shave with the thing. Right. Now our ancestors, a lot of times they even made their own tools. They didn't mm-hmm. have to buy them. I actually got an old crowbar that's made by I can't remember how it was. It's so old it actually took the old square nails. This fellow he just built a fire out in the yard and beat it in the shape. There you go. I mean they didn't know how to. They, right. didn't, they didn't buy anything. Even all the way down to wood ashes didn't even go to shape. Didn't even go to waste. I mean because uh, without wood ashes they actually couldn't make soap. Believe it or not, that's where your lie come from, and they wasted nothing. And that's one thing that's really sad about today is I see a lot of good stuff people throw away. Like, I see people, this fellow down the road from me is tearing down the house, and I'm like, hey, that's some, that's some good lumber. I don't know why they're just taking it out and burning yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, see, that don't make any sense to me. It makes none to me because no. not just you had to buy it again, but you had to cut down more trees. You mm-hmm. got to, I mean, there's a whole process you got through. You got to go through. If, if you can reuse or repurpose stuff, I say do it. You yeah. know, do it. I mean, um, you got a lot of places too, like restaurants and hotels, uh, especially some of the weathered wood. Mm-hmm. They that they buy that used wood and they put it up as decorations or do yeah. a wall with it, and you know you you could sell that. You know why burn it? Why set it on fire? That makes it makes no sense to it me. It makes no sense to me either. And until I got a sawmill, I didn't realize how much work got in to get how oh, how yeah. many trees it took to get one board. Oh yeah, yeah. Because however wide your tree is, you're going to lose about, uh, I want to say, six inches. Because you got to take three off top, have to take three inches off each right. side. So, you know, if you get a tree that's a foot wide, a lot of people think, man, that's a big tree. I'm like, no, you're not going to get many boards out there. Right. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, whatever right. you have left, just hold that. And we'll Better. let you talk about that next time. All right. And I want to thank you again for coming in. You're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. Ask questions from your heart, and you will be answered from the heart. There is no death, only a change of worlds. There's a man going around taking names. He decides who to free. None, yes, is getting treated all the same. There will be gold in the ladder. Well, 
Goose and Rebecca. Give them a break. They're not that bright. Hey, and welcome back. Sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, that is the first time that I have ever done that on, on, a, on a live. I have did that on an audio version before. Um, give me one second. But I do apologize for that. That was really important, or I would not have done that. Oh, um, everything good? Uh, yes, it was very well. Yes, I mean, it was good. Hopefully, it will turn out good. There's a side project that I'm working on that no one knows about. Uh, so we'll call this the Top Secret Goose Project. Um, oh, I may tell you backstage. Uh, but uh, so, you know, it just may be expanding our horizons into something else that uh, I'm not going to give anything away. Rebecca, I'm turning it over to you. You had an event you wanted to talk about and the question of the week. So. Ah, um, okay. I, uh, there's a couple things going on. So first, um, I want to talk about Blockfest. Um, Blockfest is still very much happening. I'm very excited. Time is ticking down. Um, it is September 2nd through the 4th. The 4th is my level up day. The main event is going to be on the 3rd. Um, I potentially have a band, um, but I am still taking submissions. Uh, so if you or you know somebody like a cover band or something like that, send them to me. Um, but it's 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 going to be it's going to be a vibe. Um, we already got people. In the chat that are coming, um, I'm averaging around a hundred people this year. Um, wow! So it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing. Um, there are I'm <laughs> I'm also publishing my book, um, so that will be out soon. And I haven't decided yet if I'm going to drop that before or after Flockfest. I have not decided yet. Um, well, even other, if you drop it after. You need to drop a few copies away at Flockfest. Uh, and then after what? And then uh, <laughs> before Flockfest, uh, the end of July, uh, July, what are the dates? July 28th and 29th. Hold on a second. Joe sent me the information. I should have had it pulled up. Yeah, see? Hey. I may also uh, have somebody that can come and sing one song as well. So maybe, maybe, maybe do a cover music song, but definitely okay. one, maybe. Um, but we have the Flat Earth event, and that's going to be in Albany, New York, uh, the end of July. So, and that is going to be hosted by Fed Up Gear. And so that one is coming July, June, June or July. Oh my God, I feel like an asshole. Where's that one going to be at the the flat That's earth? In New York. Okay. It's going to be in New York. Okay. July. It's July. So July is it 20th. going to be like NYC or New York State or? No, it's upstate New York. It's in okay. Albany. So okay. I'm actually going to be, <laughs> I'm going to slip through my hometown real quick and just be like, hey y'all, what's up? All right, bye. Um, but no, I I'll I'll definitely be stopping to see uh, Bob and Tom while I'm there because Rochester to Albany. That's I mean that's only like three hours retrospect in a nine hour drive it's really not that far if i go to new york and i don't stop and see my dad and my brother oh, i'll never hear the end of it well yeah so but i am going to be one of the guest speakers and be giving a presentation on um tying in spirituality to like the flat earth concept 
Um, so it'll definitely be a vibe. There's a couple other uh, TikTok creators that are going to be there as well, um, also giving presentations. So I'm super stoked about that as well. I'm going to. Uh, that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Well, before we get to the question of the week, really quick, and this is, uh, and this just dawned on me. I mean, it it, it really did. Um, this is, I don't know, hell, it might be a six-minute video. Um, give me one second. Uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, it might be a five-minute video. I'm going to send you this through TikTok. Or I'm going to send it. It's a TikTok I'm sending you through Telegram. Now, this has nothing to do with the show. Uh, for those of you that do follow me on TikTok, on my personal one, you do know that I have a side project that I was encouraged to do by a ship mess that blew up. And then, you know, it blew up into something. And this is, I, I just want to bring this to people's attention. Um, I may have some people affiliated with this story on this show in the near future. Um, I want to make everyone aware of this. And, you know, if you're not a supporter of, if you think all cops are bad, that's fine. You may want to tune out and for the next five minutes and then tune back in. But there's something going on in Virginia right now that is not right, and someone is getting screwed over big time. Uh, do you care to play that, Rebecca? Then we'll get to the question of the week. So, Greetings. Hello everyone, this is Goose. Here's an update on a video that I did a few days ago. This is Sergeant Christopher Gibson with the James City County Police Department. As I said in my last video, he is a POS. He also lives with his mother. Yes, 38 years old, and he lives at home with his mother. Sergeant Gibson would show up at different spots where Michael Rusk was at when he was off duty. So that tells me that he was, in fact, stalking him. Officer Rusk reported this to supervisors several times. Nothing was done. This is the chief of police of the James City County Police Department. He did absolutely nothing to prevent Officer Rusk getting harassed, which led to Sergeant Gibson sexually assaulting him. Here is some more of the 911 call. Okay, take a deep breath because if he isn't, we need to start CPR. I'm trying to start CPR. Okay, where are you at? One of you all, I need you to come over here, please. One of you all, I need you to come here, please. I need you to start CPR on him, please. Hurry. Starting compression, set two. Start CPR compression. One. Are you behind, Paul Zelly? Keep going, keep going. Ah! Do you see the Waynesburg officers? <laughs> Sir. Yes. Do you see the officers? Yes, they're on scene. How did you shoot him? What do you mean? I can't get up. He was pushing me. He kept going. He kept going. He kept going. I told him to stop. He kept going. I thought he was going to break 
Officer Rusk did the right thing. He stated he was trying to save his life. When he was yelling for the Williamsburg officers, he yelled, please, please help me. Officer Rusk had been employed with the James City County Police Department for about two years. And during that two years, Officer Rusk's performance of his duties were outstanding because he was nominated for several life-saving awards. From my investigation, Officer Rusk is the kind of officer that we need. Yes, if you mess up, he will hold you accountable, but he will accommodate you. He will treat you with respect and courtesy. Here are some values that you can find on the James City County website. If you'll notice the one that stands out the most of those five values is integrity. Sergeant Christopher Gibson has none of that. He has none of those values. Officer Rusk is getting through under the bus. This is not right. Do you know that the investigating officer of this case knows Christopher Gibson really well? Why was this case not turned over to the Virginia State Police? This investigation, it is total BS. I'm not going to sit back and let the James City County Police Department railroad Michael Rusk I will bring you further updates on this. I want to ask everyone to please share this video and let's support and rally around this young man who's 24 years old, who is getting railroaded by the chief of police, by other officers, by other agencies, and they're holding him accountable. That's bullshit. They need to hold Sergeant Christopher Gibson accountable. He needs to be dismissed and fired and faced jail time. Here's a news article that mentions Officer Rusk release and a judge ordering a mental health evaluation. Now, I don't know the outcome of the mental health evaluation, but I do know what my investigation has uncovered. And if the James City County Police Department wants to try to spin this in another angle and say that Officer Rusk is at fault, they're the one that hired him. So what does that say about them? What does that say about their reputation? Not a lot. They don't have a good reputation. You know why? Because Sergeant Christopher Gibson works there. Make your voice heard. What's your thoughts on this video? Comment and let us know. And that's it. You know, sorry if I brought the show to a screeching halt, but, you know, this is a very tragic situation, and the mental health evaluation it did show that he had PTSD from the incident. This kid is 24 years old, 24 years old. He was in the military. He fought for our country. He got out. He got a job as a police officer. And this sergeant who is a, this sergeant who is a piece of shit, I'll just say that, stalked him for over a year. He reported it twice to his supervisors. Nothing was done. The sergeant asked him to meet him out for, for drinks, talk about work stuff, and he did it. And before he shot him, he was, you know, it, it was further than sexual assault. Um, in my state, and I think in lots, in every state, if someone is going to forcibly rape you, you have every right to defend yourself to keep that from happening. 
That's what this case is. And this yeah, sergeant attacked and your life is in danger, you can 100% defend yourself to the kill. You know, and this this story is real. I mean, I know a lot uh, about this story, and I don't I don't care about the sheriff's of it right now. The evidence, there was no evidence collected. Uh, there was no uh, rape kit done. There was no uh, be there was no blood drawn to see, you know, how drunk Sergeant Gibson was and how many drinks, you know, uh, Michael Rusk had. And there's nothing. It's just total blame on someone that is the victim. And I am not going to let this happen. And um, if it comes to it, I will go to this city and I will organize a protest. I will do whatever uh, because the sergeant is a piece of shit. I mean, it tells you him 38 years old and he lives with his mother. I mean, come on now. I even also talked to a person that the officer had arrested for DUI. Okay. The guy had nothing but great things to say about the officer. He said, yeah, I made a mistake. He could have cost me more money by calling a tow truck and having my child miss school. But he waited he called my wife and waited so someone could bring her to get the car so my child would not miss school and it would not cost me more money. This is the kind of officer that this country needs, and my heart goes out to him and his family. And uh, thank you very much, Cody, uh, for your comments. Um, and, you know, thank you very much for popping in this morning. Uh, like I said, I, I didn't. That was spur of the moment. I had no intentions on doing that. It's just, you know, Something told me no, to do it, so I, so I went for it. So show has been spur of the moment, and I mean, it's all about bringing light to these things. And you know, the, it's funny because that ties directly in with the question of the week that I picked two fucking weeks ago. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, because, and I'll get to that in a second. But the whole reason that you're doing this is to bring light to these topics because these people have been hiding in the dark and being able to slip through the shadows and get away with all this bullshit. And that's that not only is that happening on a macro scale, like all of this, all of this is coming is coming out. All of this is coming to light. We see through the bullshit. There is a large majority of people that see through the bullshit. And I'm so here for the vigilante vibe. Like I'm here. For well, it. you know, <laughs> you, you really, like these people do not. They cannot get away with this. Like, no, fuck, fuck up. Well, and, uh, that that entire video that I put together was taken from like a fifteen minute, you know, oh, sure full blown, and I had to cut it down because you know how TikTok is on uh, inciting violence and all that stuff. I have reached out to someone. I mean, and I'm sure they'll, they'll they'll never tell the guy. I would love to have a fundraising boxing match where me and Sergeant Gibson get in the ring. I would love to have or an MMA fight. I would love I, I, to have that. I got mud. We can organize that. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do mud, but I, I mean, I would love to beat his ass. I'll just go ahead and say that right now. So, uh, we can, we can have a, listen, first rule of fight clubs. We don't talk about, the question of the week was, um, hold on. Like I own this place, but I just walk along quietly. Okay. Does anonymity change human behavior? So, 
I'm just going to read through these comments. Okay. I think anonymity does not allow for the absolute tyranny of government, which is what, which is most important in a free society. I don't feel like it does help. I'm guilty of being anonymous, but that's not helping me or the world by hiding myself or my talents. Um, people are more assholey than usual. People tend to say the quiet part out loud when they think that they're anonymous. It's a form of safety, allowing truth, lies, hate, love, abuse, kindness to coexist in the same space without repercussions. I feel people are more jerky when they think people can't call them out. We take this app, for example, people tend to talk a lot when they can't get punched in the face for it. Brings more corruption, emboldened behavior. So, I, and I can I can attest to this. Like, if you if you think that staying anonymous is going to like, I think the only time that it's okay to be anonymous is when it's something positive. And I feel like that taps into your your authenticity and your integrity because you're you're doing it out of the pure goodness out of your soul and you're not looking for clout you're not looking for um appreciation you're not looking for virility right like you're not looking for any of that but when people are anonymous to be assholes and to you know assault people and try and hide behind some username or an alias or something like that like you're you're a shithead and you deserve whatever it is that you got coming to you I, I totally agree with you. I think you're absolutely right. Cody made a comment there that I totally agree with, too. Um, he said, I think people are spineless. I think people's spinelessness is a direct result of people not wanting to stand behind their own words. 100%. Exactly. Because, and it goes into you know people not being held accountable. How are you going to be held accountable? You can say whatever you want. Nobody will ever know who you are, right? So that, there goes the accountability and repercussions and consequences right out the window. And they feel that they're invincible. You're not. And, uh, you know, something I've noticed lately, too, is like there's a lot of fake people on uh, YouTube that, you know, have this little niche and they do videos and stuff. And there was one, I'm not going to name their name, but they're, you know, they're doing something totally opposite of what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I just commented on one of their videos just to like try to, it was in the shorts, nobody commented on it, nobody had viewed it. And I just tried to comment to get, you know, get like the boost up. And this was back when I did not have many followers on YouTube. And this person, like, actually went to my YouTube page, went to the about stuff, and contacted me through email and basically told me that uh, I really needed to uh, improve the way I talk and uh, I would get more viewers and comments if I'd done this, 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 and this. Um, you know, over the last week, my YouTube has skyrocketed. I'm not going to say how many people, you know, follow me and stuff. But since it has skyrocketed and surpassed his like twice, he has tried to contact me. Hey, have you, you know, it's a total change. And you can tell he's fake as hell. So I just ignore the emails and I've not replied back. I just think that that's funny how many, and that goes along with what Cody said. You know, you've got these spineless people that they don't stand behind what they say. You know, they, you know, it's just total bullshit. So what's our new question of the week? Our new question of the week. Well, I'll title this one, the Rambling Goose episode. <laughs> I think we both rambled an equal <laughs> amount on this episode. <laughs> um, if you restarted life from scratch, would you end up in the same place? 
That is a very good question. Now, do we know what we know now, or is it you, t you don't know anything? I think that you can take it whichever way you want. I'm going to leave that open to the interpretation of the reader. Hmm. So if you restarted life from scratch, would you end up in the same place? I have my own thoughts and opinions on this. but If I knowed what I know now, <laughs> I would end up at the same place, but I would have more resources to be able to do more to help people more than, than you know, I've been blessed with to be able to bless them. So I, I would. Um, I, I believe in, I believe in soul contracts and I believe that you may have taken a different, like if, if life started over from scratch, regardless of what I knew or know, I think I, I, I you might have taken a different route and it might have played out differently, but I think you'll always end up in the same place because I believe in, in soul contracts and that all of this has already happened, right? Like this right. has already been, you already watched this movie of your life and you're like, yes, let's do that. Like even through the good times, the shitty times, you still chose this life for whatever lesson you needed to learn for the lessons that you needed to teach people, the experiences that you needed to have. I believe that everything happens for a reason and that there are no coincidences and that wherever you're destined to end up, you're going to end up there. It just might look different. No, at the same time, could you prevent stuff from happening? Like if you knew something was going to happen to so-and-so, Ah, see, now you're getting into the butterfly effect of time travel and all sorts of other shit because if it, like the ripple effect, right? Like if you prevent one thing from happening, that's going to domino a whole other sequence of events, right? So again, you'll end up in the same place, but at what cost? Thank you, Brian. I would, I would change shit if I could. I would change some stuff. Um, I'm not going to go in depth because I'll start getting emotional and start crying back here and I don't want to do that. But uh, reading some of the comments there. I know. Um, that's definitely. Uh, definitely. You know, that's the, the deja vu feeling and stuff. Uh, Justin, what was your theory that you had uh, about this? Shitma said, if you asked me this today, yes. If you asked me 10 years ago, no. There's I would so have still done it 10 years ago. It's impossible to repeat the same life. As I said, like the path might look different, but you're going to end up at the same spot. Not, I have always uh, lived my life by what you said, too. The path might be different. You might have a different way of getting there. But in the end, you'll be where you were, you were meant to be. Uh, <laughs> James said, if I didn't stub my toe in 1983, nuclear war would happen in 2008. <laughs> uh, there's... I don't know, man. I'm just that's that's a really good question. Our TikToker of the week, our shout out to our TikToker of the week is picked by me, and it goes out to Joe Boone twenty four. Be sure to check his TikTok out and show him some love. Again, our TikToker of the week is Joe Boone B O O N E twenty four. Um, Shipmess says I would have tried harder then to get to where I am now. Uh, trauma had me stuck, you know, I definitely, I definitely, I have my theory on deja vu. And I know that I've talked about that before. It's, I believe that deja vu is your, your 
current present self, tapping into your future self, remembering that as a past moment because time doesn't exist. Everything is now, right? And it's when all three timelines, right, merge because mm-hmm. you are on the right track. Like you are, you are fully 100% stepping in line with your design, with what you're supposed to be doing. Like I, that's how I view deja vu because it's everything that's similar. It's down to the way people are holding things. It's down to the clothes, the scent, the sounds, all of it, the conversation, whatever it is. It's like, oh my God, I, I'm like, it's, it's like you're just replaying a scene, right? Right. And, uh, you know, that's, I mean, this is a subject I could go on and on about. I, I know we're running, we're running long today. We need to end it. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you who the guest will be on April 30th. So you've, I said it would be a surprise. We will make a video. Um, we are on April 30th in live in the bunker with me will be YouTube, uh, celebrity content creator and influencer, Dagburn Johnny Goble. If you do not know who that is, he uh, is the guy that um, Ryan Upchurch drove from Tennessee all the way to where this guy lives to make the police known, you know, what he had been making videos about him online and so forth. So, I mean, you know, and I even told uh, Dagburn, I'm like, dude, I'm like, this was so funny. I mean, you are like the king of trolling because you trolled him so much. He got in his car from Nashville, drove up to where you live to file a complaint with police. And uh, he will be on the show on April 30th. He'll be live right here in Bunker Studios. So that is who our guest is. He is going to be in the studio. So that is who the guest will be. Dagburn, Johnny Goble. You can be sure to check him out on... Uh, YouTube, uh, his YouTube page is, uh, let me go back to that part here in my format. Uh, on YouTube, you can find him at Dagburn Global Nation. So he'll be coming up in a few weeks. I want to say a very special thanks to our producer, the one and only Ship Mess. Be sure to check out the Flock Podcast every Tuesday at 8 p.m. live on YouTube. And don't forget to check out, like, share, subscribe, follow, show us some love on the Flocking Network. And be sure to check out Rebecca Short on TikTok at, is it still Flocking Queen? At Flocking Queen? Okay. God rolling in the creek don't rise. Okay. Uh, And uh, thank you guys for being here. That'll do it for this week, but remember, we all have a voice. If we stand together, we can make the world a better place. We'll see you next week, and until then, so long for now. Maybe we're not leaving. Maybe we're just going home. Thanks for listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail for Here to Chew Bubblegum at 606-373-3396. Tune in next time as we dive deeper into things the government doesn't want us to know.